Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. And welcome back to Sports Day with Adam White and Bryce McGain. All thanks to Nutrien Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. We're going to talk a little bit of AFL now because uh, Carlton trained today and then there's still, the, I guess, the fallout from the intra-club particularly at Hawthorne with those uh, injuries to two key players, sort of back half of centre. And we're joined now by John O'Brook, who is the Fox footy football writer, and he joins us right now on SCN. Thanks for your time, John O. Adam, Bryce, great to be with you on a Friday evening. It's, um, it's getting closer now. It's right around the corner. It certainly is. Now, you were at Carlton today. Um, what did you find out from the training session, as you said, as things start to get very close? Um, not very much. It was a bit of a lighter session for Carlton. They had, um, they've had a busy week. They had, um, every session of match simulation and intra-club on Monday before they headed up to Bendigo midweek for their community camp. So a bit of a lighter run around today at Icon Park for the Blues, mainly skills, but they did throw in a few different match play drills there. So just really gearing up for the practice match next Thursday against Geelong and then the week later against Melbourne before they're straight into opening round. So everyone's just sort of tuning up against this year. And from the Blues perspective, it was, it was healthy numbers out on the track, which they haven't had for a long time, particularly this time of year. Well, that's where I was going to jump with you, Jono. Uh, all the big names out there um, performing at 100%, uh, even though it was a lighter session. Is that what you saw? It was a lighter session. There were a few names that there were a few names that were around. Like, obviously, the, the big two injury concerns there are Jacob Wiedering and Jack Silvani there, obviously. Jack is a bit more long-term, but Jacob Wiedering has been ruled out for the opening two rounds of the season, but did some light jogging today, his first... Um, his first run since he did the injury. So that was met with some beautiful applause from his teammates as he started making his way around the boundary. And um, the other notable one from that was Sam Walsh did most of the session, did the whole session inside. He wasn't, he wasn't really sighted. There were a few other guys um, who were in and out of not really doing a lot of ball work, just mainly running laps, Caleb Marchbank, Matthew Kennedy, Corey Durden. But aside from that, it was pretty much the whole squad was on deck. That is good news if you are a Blues fan. Now, incidentally, if you are a Carlton fan, Michael Voss was on breakfast on SEN this morning with Kane and King. We'll play that a little bit later on in the program. Um, so switching away from the Blues, Jono, you were also at North Melbourne and Hawthorne's intra-club matches during the week. We'll start with Hawthorne because that's where there was a lot of news and 
it was sort of unfortunate news, really, with two key injuries, one particular uh, that will see someone miss the entire year. Yeah, the, the morning kind of progressively got worse and worse. And we arrived at Waverley, got the team list, and Dylan Moore, vice-captain Dylan Moore's name wasn't on the team list. We were told he was ill, and then it was reported and came came out later that he's got glandular fever, so he's touch and go to miss the start of the season. And then, as you said, um, Chancroft Jaff, um, the star um, winger half-back who had been moved up to a wing, um, pulled up lame, um, just before half time of the intra club, he had so many issues, Whitey, with um, hamstrings and soft tissues and spent time in Qatar in the off season trying to get that right. So to see him pull up and walk off just before half time was um, really concerning for him. And then not 10 minutes later, you, uh, really key cog, um, James Blank, the key defender, goes down with. Um, an ACL and is confirmed to miss the season. So it was a bit of um, it was a bit of, it was a, unfortunately a horrible day for Hawthorne just um, out there. And you could see by the way that the Hawks were playing in the inter club. It kind of rattled them for about a good fifteen to twenty minute period, seeing their mate go down. But to their credit, they settled themselves and actually ran out the rest of the inter club quite nicely. So good signs there. Um, obviously, despite the horrible day on the on the injury front and they've got a few decisions to make before the SSP period closes on Monday. Well, it's no surprise that there that was considerable shock around the teammates because I'm sure deep down in these practice games, yes, they want to be going 100%. Yes, they want to show how they're ready to go. But there's always that doubt of well, what happens if I do get injured here or we're still are responsible for through impact injuring someone else. Was it addressed by the coaches uh, bringing everyone together about how to approach it? Because obviously the game stops when someone's done an ACL. How, how, do they, how did they address that next part? Yeah, there's always that trepidation, isn't there? I guess that's with all sports. You want to go in 100% almost all the time because if you don't, there's always that. There's always that fear of not going in 100% and getting injured. I think it's like particularly with Hawthorne being such a young and developing group. Obviously, to lose to lose one of their mates would have been um, disturbing. And you would have seen by the way the game stopped, like absolutely completely stopped. Everyone just stopped play moving, so everyone was shaken. And as I said, they took them a little bit longer to sort of get back into it and really find their flow and fluidity. But it's it's one of those things, I guess, depending on the maturity of the group. You know, Hawthorne's a young, exciting group. We think we think they're going to improve this year, but this makes it really hard, particularly for that first chunk of the season. They'll have blank out for the whole year and missing Jaff, Dylan Moore, Will Day's also been ruled out for the first little bit. So all the plans that Sam Mitchell would have um, had for the opening month of the season, now they're going to start. They're probably out the window. So it is hard, and I guess, between now leading into the practice practice matches, um, North um, not North um, Hawthorne play the Bulldogs in their match simulation at Widden Oval on Friday. So how how he comes up with some new plans to get them ready for that, and that's also the beauty of it. Now there's still a few weeks out to be able to try workshop things and be able to have a plan when they meet the Bombers round one. Yes, uh, a real challenge for Sam Mitchell. There's no doubt about that. The names that you're talking about are not only first 22 players, but they're probably first 10, 12 players, uh, particularly when it comes to the likes of uh, of Dylan Moore and also Will Day. 
Um, and I mean, Giath, I mean, he could be anything. And then structurally, uh, that's what Blank brings to them as well. Before we let you go, uh, I just wanted to ask you, Jono, about at the Kangaroos as well, because there is a fair bit of optimism. Obviously, they're going to be very young, but uh, these young guns seem to be getting uh, a fair bit of attention because they're playing really well, albeit in intra-club matches, but they seem to be shining at this time of year. Shining stars, they certainly are. Um, I think that's going to be the great thing about watching North this year. You you look at, like, every, every I think, even the most optimistic North Melbourne fan would tell you that it's going to be a bit of a struggle for them. They're going to struggle to defend scores, particularly with some key with their lack of key defenders. Although one one name for North fans to look out for is um, Callan Dawson, the mid-season recruit from a couple of years ago. He looked pretty good filling that um, one of those key position posts, along with um, Biggie Nguyen, who's come over from Richmond, who looks like he's going to get that first opportunity, particularly with um, Aiden Core still on his way back. But as you mentioned, Whitey, the young kids, you know, we saw what Harry Siegel did all of last year across half-back and pushing up the ground. It looks like Colby McKercher, the number three pick from Tasmania, he's going to be given that same role and that same licence. He's, he's built like he's ready for um, AFL football already. George Warlaw, we've seen or a glimpses of what he can do. And it looks like he's just going to be given a license this year to really go out and hunt the football, hunt some bodies and really build, build him, build himself up. And if he can stay fit, he could, he can be absolutely anything just from the little bits that we've seen and the excitement. He's a real, he's a real ball hunter. Um, there's a, there's a lot to like about him. And even so, like with North Melbourne, it's the, the young stars, the young kids. And I think, that's going to be the best part about watching them this year. It's like, you think Clarko is just going to give them a license to thrill and really build into their careers and really give North fans and I guess footy fans reason for reason to suggest that they're going to they're going to be pretty good to watch and they're going to hopefully be as competitive as they can be. Yep, I couldn't agree with you more, Jono. Thanks very much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Enjoy your weekend. No worries, guys. Anytime. You you too. John O'Brock joining us there from Fox Footy. A break and back with, uh, as I said, as I promised, uh, Kane and Kingy talking to Michael Voss.